and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. I prefer the funeral. You prefer the funeral noise? Well. (laughs) Here's the funeral noise then. Welcome to the Nick and Jules podcast. (laughs) It's a somber affair. Why do you prefer the funeral? I don't know. I'm just scared a lot. Oh, this is less scary to you. Death is inevitable. (laughs) (laughs) Clouds popping up. It's a bit grim, isn't it? Wow, wow, we were. What is uh, a rough Thursday, aren't you? (laughs) How about this one? (laughs) This is kind of like death and life, so it's just creepy. I like this now that you've been playing it a lot. Yeah, the old Exorcist theme. And it didn't actually come up on the show at all. <laughs> now that I think about it, I didn't actually, I didn't actually use it. No, but uh, still so glad to have it here at the podcast. <laughs> That's, That's the exercise. Uh, hey, welcome to Nick and Jules podcast. Uh, no specifically different format today because we're busy. We're busy. Busy. Just got to do your job. Hey, <laughs> this it. The annoying thing is this is our job, Matt. So <laughs> despite the fact that you're trying to throw shade, everything we do within this, the context of this podcast is uh, important. Mm. The In second context, I flick yeah. these mics on and start recording, that's gold. Mm. That's <laughs> sure. platinum. Admin is also important. That's gold, frankincense, and myrrh, baby. And we're the Jesus of podcasting. <laughs> Wowee. Yep, that took a real interesting turn, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Join the cult of the Nick and Jules podcast. <laughs> We're super cool dudes, probably. And you just got to, yeah, no, definitely. I think we're cool. I think we're fine. Sure. A bit of confidence. Wow. <laughs> sure. Not very charismatic. Not a very good cult leader. Play the wow. I think I'd make a significantly better cult leader than you, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> but that's classic Wasn't cult leader. For it. Like a cult leader always and in thinks saying great. that. In saying that, it confirms it, doesn't it? What sort of cult are we talking? <laughs> oh, we're not. We're not doing. We're not doing the Kool Aid stuff. Okay. Um. Like, but a fun cult. Yeah. Like, what's the, like, what are you guys doing? What are you spending your time doing? Can't say. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. And in saying so, I think we can, well, yeah, you can't exactly say, but. Oh. It's a busy. Oh, no. (laughs) No, we're not doing that. That's, that's crazy. It's actually a lot of this. (laughs) Holidaying. It's synonymous with holidaying for you. You don't just Island. eat rice on holidays? It's a, <laughs> and there's no running water? There's an ocean. Uh, I actually did, in fact, mean to press this one. It's a, a cult we solve crimes. <laughs> so you're the Scooby gang just out there so, I was crimes. Googling a lot of Scooby-Doo today on the show. Not actually on the show, but looking for sound effects because I wanted to find a sound effect um, of Scooby-Doo going, Spooky! <laughs> Which I think that's pretty good for me, by the way. <laughs> as a side note. Um, because we were talking about on today how a group of high school girls over in the States uh, have been hospitalized for doing something a little bit spooky. Hmm. Also good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is a very interesting concept. This like uh, almost like a group hysteria that uh, mm. happened that literally sent them to hospital. Group hysteria is such an interesting concept, isn't it? Were they just playing copycat? Like one reaction. Oh, do you think that the popular girl fainted and then everyone's like, well, if Tiff's doing it. I'm It's just very, very big, like grade eight or nine, yeah. sort of high school mm. girl. Like how many ambulances are they having to call because of that? I all think it's one. That? I think it's one, but I think they clown card. <laughs> That's cool. Good for them. Um, congrats to them. Things do get a little bit <laughs> spooky. That was a bad one. Hey, let me just—you uh, swung time. too many times, Tiger. No, I can get it. I can get it nine that times. That was out the of surprise 10. element. It got me. <laughs> Come on. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm hang on. 
spooky. Pretty nah. good. Uh, you've lost it. I'll say. No, if, well, uh, that, you, if you I had to rank it, drop it into the podcast. Number one was good. Number two was good. Number three was bad. Number four was standard. Oh, I would disagree, but that's fine. Can either uh, of you do impressions of anything? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, producer Matt. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, that's all I want. From, that's the answer for both of us. Um, here's my impression of Shaggy. Gee, uh, <laughs> <G>, Scoob. <laughs> I thought you were going to go like, Mr. Boombastic. Yes, oh, that, that would have been good. Thinking. But that would have been uh, funny like I did it. I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Lova Lova. Oh. Oh. I don't know if can do that voice very well. Is it Shaggy? Because he's, <laughs> <Not shaggy. laughs> he's, he's in Australia Shaggy's a lot. Friday's Live all day. Karaoke was interesting with that. He does make an appearance at uh, Friday's Live quite a bit, doesn't he? He's. We want to hear Mr. Boombastic. And I'm not going to apologize for um, it. We want to hear Shaggy go, it wasn't me. <laughs> Mate, yeah. Gaslighting before we even knew what it was. No, you definitely didn't see me making out with that um, chick on the couch. But I, I caught you on the, I caught you on the sofa. No. Wasn't she, me. She even caught you on camera, Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't not me. Me. Mm. Not me. That's not me. Classic. Uh, him and Fat Man Scoop. <laughs> The staples of Friday's Live. Yeah, absolutely. Fat Man Scoop, I think DJ like, yeah, MCs he MCs it every it. year. Yeah. Fat Man Scoop not getting a lot of gigs. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's doing all right with Australian gigs. I think he's doing well. Uh, also on today's show, Jules, we are find out, we talk about what did you find in the house? Oh, yeah. We got a good message. Sorry. Good. Don't, not, Jules, can you talk into your microphone? Yes. You're kind I'm of, talking. you're on a weird angle. <laughs> you're drifting what away a little doing? bit. You're sitting underneath. <laughs> You're gonna lift that I'm seat up. Short for this studio. <laughs> it might be the. This is the same height as our studio normally. Is. Are you sure? I probably. Is it always, the exact same number? Always one hundred and four. Yeah. Oh always damn it! Okay. <laughs> Don't mean to alarm you. Different chair. I'm particular. Ah. <laughs> Maybe your spine's compressed in the time since we left our studio. It's, it's Ladies likely. and men do get shorter as they get older. Nah, wow. sad. Oh yes. Uh, what do we find in the house? Oh, yes. yep. So a person overseas found a chocolate bar that was like 100 years old. And now oh, that's Dad's email. Okay. <laughs> what are you Dad, looking at? What could you possibly Dad just wanted at? to see if I'm doing all are right. Are you reading your emails midway through a sentence where we're Dad talking just about just sending you Dilbert memes? What is going right. on? Okay, this is Dilbert's cancelled, by the way. He has been cancelled. He is yeah. terrible. He's been cancelled? My dad. Dilbert. Your dad might be cancelled. <laughs> What's your dad been up to? <laughs> Wait, what did no. your dad email you? Dilbert cartoons? Cancelled. Content ideas, likely. Um, okay, so this is from Stacy. So she mm. found something under the house. She said, We're currently renovating a hundred year old house, and everyone, every room so far has left their mark in the walls, whether it's names, kids' drawings, pictures, definitely dates. Oh. And her 40th New Year's Eve, so 40th birthday on New Year's Eve? Yep. Yeah. Um, they haven't laid the new kitchen flooring yet. I haven't read this. <laughs> that's, uh, that's evident. This is your dad, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> So she's apparently left beer cans, everything from the New Year's Eve 40th birthday party, as a time capsule so that oh. someone can find it later on in life and little treasures during the renos, which are, sounds like littering to me. <laughs> it sounds like they ran out of garbage bags. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that as a concept, though. I think that's super neat to oh. open it up and literally just find, like, happy birthday Vanessa or something, like a piece or of cake. her Pretty son's funny. diary. Okay. Oh, found yeah. a son's diary in the house. Yeah. Oh, she left it in the house. Leaving the diary. What's the yes. son writing about? A little did bit you, of fun. Did either of you ever keep a diary at any point? Yes. Oh, no. I, and oh. I found that diary recently. Did you ever talk about that on the show, on your old show? I think we talked about talking about it on this show. Because, oh. yeah, it sounds like it could be super <laughs> embarrassing for you, which I'd love to Is it interesting oh, yeah. enough to talk 100%. about on the show? 
I think so. I'll give it to you. <laughs> See <you> with <laughs> I can't wait. How old were you when Starry was coming around? Um, between the ages, I would say of seven and ten. Oh, I can't so even I could think I could write together. at that age. That's I impressive. like writing a lot. Um, you are some a big of them I <laughs> drew pictures. <laughs> I can't wait to see. Okay, yeah, bring it in. I'm a Oh, yeah, bring it in. We'd love to. Would be interesting to get an insight into the to mock me. Mind it. Well, you might have been interesting. You insight, might have been. You might have been cooler. Maybe. You could, it, it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> hard to top where I'm at now, guys. <laughs> hard, hard to beat the best. Uh, before we move on and we jump into the podcast, I mm. wanted to tell you both about something that I read about recently because we mentioned before mass hysteria. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember where I was reading about this or I watched a video on it, but it dates back to like the 1800s and the 1700s in the uh, parts of the UK and other parts of Europe. I think it might've been even Germany actually now that I think about it, but there was a thing called the dancing disease. Oh yes. I think I've heard similar. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Where there was a disease and they, they literally don't know anything else other than the fact that, cause it's been written about by multiple like, uh, like scholars and stuff. So they know that this thing, this dancing disease did happen happened several hundred years ago, but they don't have any proof of it. And this disease spread throughout this town where people literally danced themselves to death. But why? Like they were compelled to keep dancing. They yeah. couldn't stop. Uh. They just were like, just, just freaking out. And they think that it was some sort of like potential bacterial infection that led to psychosis. That they just couldn't stay still? Yeah. yeah I, am, so, like, I don't know how specific. Like They weren't they doing the, the Macarena. <laughs> they they might have just a, been a bit jiggery. Wriggly, yeah. 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 But it came across as like dancing, and I think it was like muscle spasms, and they manifested in the only way they knew how to do it, which was yeah. to cut a rug, I guess. Yeah. Wowie. They just danced and danced and danced and couldn't eat, sleep, or drink, or anything, and they just danced until they died, and it took out whole villages. Jesus. There was an episode of Buffy about that. That specific dancing disease. Well, in that they were going to dance until they died, but it was oh, a okay. demon. It was a great but oh Buffy's a fantastic God. TV show. I would Everyone love to watch, watch Buffy. Buffy. I'm a big fan of Supernatural. I feel like they're a similar sort of wheelhouse. Oh, Buffy walked before Supernatural could even be considered to be born. Mm. I'm aware. That's why yeah. I want to watch it. It's fantastic. <laughs> we're on the same page. Do you suffer from Why are we doing reviews tomorrow? Why are you being, speaking just... aggressively to me? <laughs> <laughs> we agree with, we're on the, I couldn't agree more. I'm on your side. I love you and thank you. You've already, uh, Mr. President, you've already got my vote. Put the gun down. <laughs> uh, and then I guess to round things out on the podcast today, mm-hmm. road chip chat, we finally announce. Yep. And if you're listening to this right now on Thursday, the 9th of March, before roughly 6 p.m. and you live in the Albury Wodonga region, we announced where we're going to head out for our first stop of road chip. Yes. Come on down. Where was the first one, Matt, if you remember? Uh, that was Jan's. Jan's. Uh, in Wagga Road Jan's in Cafe. Lavington. Love it. Followed um, by... Then we're going Gables. down to Gables in uh, in Wodonga, mm-hmm. just off uh, Church Street, I think it is. And, and then rounding, rounding it out. out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's Heading to the good shed over at uh, around Junction Square there in Wodonga. Just free chips. Literally free chips for anyone who turns up to judge those free chips. Free chips and chat. Uh, well, the chat might be, might not be not free. free. Oh, I'm charging per minute. <laughs> you want to you talk to me? You want to talk to me? Call Again. my 1-800 or 1-900 number. 1-900? That, that's the one that. Well, they were those naughty Speno numbers that they'd have. Oh. You know, like in the olden days where people would call up for the phone chats. Days. Phone sex? Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, never that. Was... <laughs> no, no, no neither, did, neither did I. But, uh... Neither did I either. So let's just keep moving. Is that. Did you? No. Being funny. But Do, are you doing fine. a bit for the show? Did you? <laughs> no, no, no. I uh, could never afford that. Still can't. I think it's, it's many dollars per minute. I like four ninety-five a minute. Used to work for one of those text messaging companies that people would ask for information. 
like text in their name and their suburb. Like Bongo. I was Bongo. You were specifically Bongo. Yeah, I feel like I've told you guys this. I don't know if you specifically said you were Bongo. I I mean, there was multiple Bongos, but I was one of them in Australia. These are those things that people would text stuff to and then it would somehow know it. Cost like $4.50 and I got about 40 cents from that. Per text. So so you're getting paid on a per text basis. Oh, yeah. I don't think I realized that that was people. I was real fast at typing. Because I, I wanted that sweet cash. I just assumed it was a computer so, or something. Nah. Oh, this is oh, this is going to have to be a real show chat, I think. Mm. Um, weird jobs? Possibly weird jobs. I don't know. Uh, I've got a lot of questions that I want to ask, and we should talk about it on the show, shouldn't we? Yeah, Ugh. save them for tomorrow. Mm. All right. Uh, enjoy the podcast. See us on the show tomorrow. Plenty of stuff to come. Bye-bye. 131060, we want to know what did you find in their house? Maybe you're a renter. You've recently moved into a place and it wasn't properly cleaned out and they left something suspect behind. Yes. We've got a message from Peter on Instagram, Nick and Jules. She said she was renovating their house. They got into the bathroom. They were sanding back the old mirror cabinet to paint it. And she realized there was something caught behind the mirror. It was an old plate with two teeth and it had been in the cabinet for a very long time. <laughs> That's nah. plate with teeth. I, nah. don't, I don't need to hear that. No, uh, let's go over to Steph right now on 131060. Steph from Urbane, tell us what'd you find in the house? Okay, so we were renovating this house and we were taking the door stops off the walls behind right. the doors, obviously. And I pulled this this um, door stop off and it popped the cap of the of the door stop popped off and there was this piece of paper folded up very neatly and like crushed into the door stop. Huh. Okay. And it was a letter from goodness knows how long ago and it was this really um, cryptic love letter and we still haven't figured out to this day um, where it came from <laughs> or, or, or whose it was. What do you mean? What was the context? Or like, what, was the, what did the letter say? It was just basically saying like, um, you know, like I miss you and I want to meet with you again sort of thing and, um, you know, it was like I thought about you last night and I hope that I will meet you know, meet you again one of these days huh. sort of thing. It was really weird. And then they referred to like the Nescafe coffee. And so I did all this research and I was trying to figure oh. out, you know, what time frame it was written in. Steph <laughs> going through the hard. archives of Wikipedia. Did you think to ask about the, cause did you think to ask the people who previously owned the house? We did. And funnily enough, they actually came to the house and it was a bit of a walk down memory lane for them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we asked about it and they read the letter and they've got copies and everything and we still, they still can't figure out. And they were like, oh, that's my sister's room. And she doesn't know anyone called Brandy and saying all of these things. And we were like, well, someone's put it in here. Like, where is the lie? Some cryptic love note. (laughs) Not only is it interesting that they like that they don't know who it is, but Mm. it's like, why put it there of all places? Did they know to look for it there? Who knows? I know. I was opening up the rest of those doorstops in the house. I can tell you that. (laughs) With another note. The mystery continues. Steph, thanks for the call. No problem, guys. Have a great day. And Nick and Jules and producer Matt right now for Hit Breakfast. Thank you for joining us, producer Matt. You're welcome. Uh, Oh, didn't turn your mic on. (laughs) Wow. He can't join us. He's been silenced already. Uh, Still excited, no matter. Um... We're very excited to announce the first locations for our road chip yes. tasting. Correct. Tonight is the first night. We are traveling the state, finding the best hot chips in Victoria. Yes, we are this evening going to be in the Albury-Rodonga region. Yep. We are then going to go uh, visit three places tonight. 
and then we'll go clockwise around the state of Victoria. Love it. <laughs> and then we'll uh, try and hit as many as we can. And these are all voted as voted by by the people. Yep. Exactly. We've right. taken calls. We've got people who have sent us messages. Yep. Off on off air, on air, on Facebook, on Comments. Instagram. Yep. Um, someone th- drove past the station and threw some hot chips in my face <laughs> as I was leaving work one day. You didn't I said, catch them though. They were pretty good, but then not good enough. They're a bit cold, and <laughs> also I think an aggressive chip sort of does take you out of the running. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to uh, bat it for that. Um, but Matt, we have you on, and you have, as I said, collated the data, done the hard work. So, without further ado, do we want to get? Do we want? Does he want to go rapid fire? Or are we going to go one by one? Oh, let's go one by one. Give people a sec to uh, process and contemplate. All right, here we go. Uh, First place. All right, kicking it off, we're going to drop into Jan's Cafe, Wagga Road in Lavington, for our number one chip taste spot. Yum, yum. Jan's Cafe, up second on the itinerary list for this evening, Matt. Uh, Heading to uh, Wodonga to Gable's Takeaway on the Keraloo Drive for uh, stop two. And to close things out, producer Matt. Yeah, heading to, uh, well, just up the road from that to Inwadonga still, the goods shed will be stop number three on our chip taste test journey. So, <laughs> Jan's Cafe. Yep. Gable's Takeaway. Yep. The Goods Shed. That's right. They're going to be our uh, locations on the border that we're going to be taste testing tonight. Great. Uh, just really well done to everyone who went and voted. Uh, congrats to you. This is your, as determined by you. The itinerary. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can go find out. Come down, hang out, grab some chips with us. Absolutely. We are just going to buy so many chips at each place. Got the boss's credit card. Yep. Mm-hmm. Help us judge. We've got a judging form. We want you to, we're going to do it right. And uh, we're going to work out where the, the best chip on the border is. It's you just going to be fun. We're actually going to be able to meet people out <laughs> in the flesh for the first time. Yeah. Escape this studio. Uh, you can meet our chip queen, Amina, who will be there with us. She's going to be right. sampling our, our VIP. Mm. We'll have Crown a chip king or queen for each place we go visit. So make sure uh, you're keeping your out for the next couple of weeks. This is simply, simply put, this is stop one. Yep. We are excited to traverse this great state of ours. And uh... the adventure starts tonight. Well, Nick, last night, it was an interesting way to celebrate International Women's Day watching Married at First Sight. Oh, that's a, that is a really, yeah, <laughs> seems conflicting, but fair enough. Yep. Melinda was taken down the villain on national TV, Harrison from Married at First Sight. I think she was speaking on behalf of all women, saying that this guy is just a massive red flag. She's here with us now. Good morning to you, Melinda. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, Melinda, thank you for being here. Um, how did it feel watching that back last night? When you just you said the words that everyone wanted to yell at Harrison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, it's one it's one thing to watch it, and it's one thing to actually live it. But mm. they both. They both pretty way up even, evenly. He's a guy that was just gaslighting Bronte in his relationship. He was emotionally manipulating everyone. He was trying to tear you and your husband on screen late and apart. Must have been pretty mm-hmm. nice to see. And then the fake victim cries that he had on telly. <laughs> They're my favourite. <laughs> the, the cry with no tears, um, I think Ollie said, which was fabulous. Um, and, yeah, he, he was taking a dig at... Any any kind of strong couple he he could that he saw, you know, um, a potential in. So I think you see him try and take Claire and Jesse down, mm-hmm. and it, he really wiggled on in there. He really did some damage um, when he came at me and Leighton. We we already knew his tactics and motives, so we just um, put the walls up and yeah, put it back on him. I guess um, <laughs> we we've come too far now to let Harrison rock us. 
Yeah, fair. Look, Melinda, uh, obviously everyone's got their own sort of, you know, their own marriages they're trying to work through on the show. Is it frustrating to have someone, <laughs> and every look, it, every reality TV show is a little bit like this, but does is it frustrating to have someone who's just there tearing other people apart where you're like, mate, can we not just focus on our own <laughs> shit for a second here? Yeah, well, you know what, when you're watching it as well, it looks like um, it's just constantly, okay, Harrison's there and Harrison's annoying me and I'm just going to go at Harrison. But we all go into these dinner parties and these nights really mm. excited to find out what the other couples are doing and, like, really hear the progression because this year there's some really beautiful couples and, like, it's, it's quite real to your, your real relationships where you are going up and down and there are things that you need to, you know, confide in your friends, confide in your friends for. But it, you couldn't do that because you had this little weasel on the end of the <laughs> table constantly firing these little, like, Bits because he couldn't be involved in conversations like that because he's completely destroyed and, and you know, done what he has to his relationship. So completely you destroyed. start talking his fire. <laughs> completely destroyed, Melinda. Completely destroyed um, his relationship with Bronte. All you, you especially, all the girls, the guys, everyone could see on the experiment that he was being absolute trash in his own relationship. But then when you hear and you see that Bronte is broken up with him and she's in tears... Did you have a moment where you're like, I told you so, I told you so, Bronte, you should have listened? I have that moment all the time throughout this. And um, and it's hard, though, because you you kind of think, like, surely you can't can't be upset over this because it's right there from the beginning. Like, surely you see what, what we see. But then when she is upset, it's like, okay, well, how do you approach this as a friend because you don't want to double upset her? So it's like that in your head, I told you sorry, but it's just probably not going to come out of your mouth to her. We are showing a lot. We're showing a lot of drama on the show, Melinda. Um, looking back on it now that you've seen how it's edited, first of all, I guess something we've been asking a few other people on the show, mm. are you are liking how you're coming across? You're liking, have they done you dirty or do you feel like they've shown you for you? Look, I think I was done a bit dirty on my wedding day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You came across a little bit bitchy. Yeah. Um, no, not much comment there because we can't. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's understandable. No, she's got the hands was- tied, yeah. Yeah, that was very hard to watch, and I was with family and friends watching that, and I think when it ended, the room was just silent. We were just wow. for a moment like, oh. what was that? <laughs> well, you talk about who you watch it with, and have you been watching it with people since every episode's been coming out? Are you having little watch parties with family and friends, or are you sort of just sitting back there by yourself no, going, oh? I, <laughs> I try not to. Um you know, you want to you want to enjoy it and you want to watch it, but you don't want to get too involved in it, especially if you know that sometimes the content that you thought would be in there is not in there and you don't want to get, you know, you don't want to um, get too attached and too involved. Because, so, so you don't want to invite yeah. everyone over, then you yeah. end up having, you're looking like a not a good person <laughs> yeah. if you get a bad edit that episode. Only watching well, it with Leighton on the couch, right? Yeah, well, they, they, come, o- <laughs> they come over um, and they want to know, everything did that really happen and did he really say that and what happened when and you just can't watch it (laughs) that's fair well thank you so much melinda for giving us some insight on the juiciness that was last night's episode it's back sunday night married at first sight at 7 p.m on 9 and 9 now thank you so much for having me nick i went to zumba last night okay uh one of my fave activities one of the the later classes uh 6 30 p.m that's very late It's very late for Zumba. Compared to the retirement homes, as you say. Well, they're in, they're in bed by then, aren't they? <laughs> well, interestingly midnight. enough, uh, as you say, it's more of a an older person activity. Sure. 
We usually go to the Senior Citizens Centre on a Wednesday night. Do you really? Yeah, but Uh, it wasn't uh available last night, so we had to find a new place to share around. Do we know know. why it wasn't available? Was bingo night I think they had a monthly club meeting or something like that. So instead of going to a park, instead of going to a fitness centre, I do really love this idea. We went to a pub and we did Zumba in a function room. So there was about... 40-odd men and women and, and, you know, some high school girls and uni students that were in there. Don't say high school and uni students. <laughs> like, that's a common Bringing thing. Bring down the age. You mean that, you, what you mean is that these, uh, these elderly people had their grandkids were babysitting for the day. And you're like, oh, there's, there's young kids around here, Nick. What are you it talking about? for all generations, Nick. Uh, no, it was great. It, you know, there was a few things you had to get used to that were different to your standard Zumba. Like, for instance... The instructor the st- had a pint in her hand. <laughs> The sticky floor, that was interesting. That's gross. Every place that serves beer or drinks is going to have a sticky floor. They, that's a, that is a bad choice for Zumba. As you're jumping around, you're twisting around, you just hear extra stick to your shoes. Did you find that that made the workout better because there was a little bit of weight in your feet? So you had to work harder to get your legs off the ground. I think it was more a performance for everyone else that was enjoying the pub feeds and the rooms next door. They could just hear banging. Oh, like, they got okay, dinner and a show. All right. a great time. Um, there was also... Uh, opportunity if we got thirsty and needed some hydration to just lean over at the bar in the function room there and fill up our drink, which was great. Did you actually do that? No, Wait, but so I did thought you, about did it. You, you, got your, you were actually having beers during the thing? No, no, no. Water. Water, water only, of course, Nick. Um, but there was a moment where I sort of, you know, I forgot that I was in a pub and that I was enjoying, I was getting into the workout. I was probably the sweatiest that I've ever been in a pub like that in my active wear and whatnot. I turned around. I've been sweaty in some pubs. I don't, <laughs> I don't, it's, a, it's a place you can be, depending on what time of night it is, it's a, it's a sweaty place. I don't blame you there. I turned around. We're doing one routine. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, yeah. So there's the hallway down there. There's the kitchen there. If we need to pop into the bathroom, that's all good. And then you just hear a chef yell out. He's like, oh, damn it. You're like, oh, yeah, we are truly in a pub. <laughs> or he just didn't know. He was practicing at the back and he didn't uh, have the moves <laughs> down pat. Jules, what happened over in the States of America? Columbus, Ohio specifically, at a school that saw 30 schoolgirls hospitalized and they had to call ambulances for them. Yeah, I should say they're all A-OK, 100%. They're actually doing something silly in their spare time. Uh, I say silly because I do this myself. I get myself nice and scared, but they have done something in, I think they might have been doing this at recess. Okay, so out of school hours, school time? Uh, Well, I guess, what is, is recess school time? Like sure, little lunch, sure. little lunch, Not during lunch. the sit-down classroom where learning stuff time. No, uh, but they've done something a little bit spooky. They decided to, in their spare time, uh-huh. get a Ouija board. Oh! One of those boards that you see in movies where it's got all the letters and you all put your hands around that little piece and then you try and communicate with the dead, with ghosts. As you do. Yeah, fun, fun activity. Fun times. I like sure. you know if you, if you if you believe in ghosts, hey, go for it, go for your life. But these uh, around thirty schoolgirls mm. in America did it, and they got so scared off the back of uh, having done this. I guess they must have spoken to a ghost that said some pretty revealing things. I right. don't know. Um, they then went on the, with the rest of their day, but they got so scared in the next like half an hour or so. Yeah. They just like all this, th- these 30 schoolgirls just started fainting around the school. No, they started passing out. And then they are uh, like a domino effect. Yeah, like a domino effect. They one girl, they got so scared, they're all having these massive 
panic and anxiety attacks after what they had just experienced what? with the Ouija board. That's their own fault for doing it in the first place. You would be an awful, awful <laughs> pa- paramedic to have rock up to the scene. <laughs> Jules just rocks up in the ambulance going, okay, what do we got here? <laughs> All right. We're going to chalk this up to a bunch of kids being kids? All right. All right. You're okay. You're fine. Right. Get up. Get up. 131060, we want to know what's your embarrassing childhood moment. After Emma from Hepburn yesterday shared that awful moment of her mm. getting kicked out of a ball pit as a kid. That's going to scar you, those sort of things. She's reliving the trauma. I relive the trauma every couple of years when I think about me in the grade five talent quest. What did you do? What, what did you perform in the talent quest? I don't know why I performed in it, but I no sang. No talent. Mm, I it, didn't have it. any talent. I sung. I danced on my own with like a feather boa situation. Oh. My piano teacher was encouraging me to do it for some reason. It was terrible. <laughs> I didn't get any podium finish. That's a shame. Producer Matt's joined us. Matt, uh, what's scarring you? I'm going to take it, step that up a notch. Great. Um, back when I was in high school, we were doing uh, like a little sketch thing during some school presentation. Oh, okay. Um, it also, like, there's a whole heap of stuff. Like, yeah, it was, it was, uh, the choir sang. Um, there was a fashion show for some reason. <laughs> and then uh, we did our little uh, comedy sketch. And unfortunately... Something I wasn't aware of, in women's swimsuits, they've got this weird little plastic thing that sits uh, in the downtown region to protect them. Oh, yeah. So when people are trying them on, they don't get dirty. Sure. One of those got stuck to my pants, <laughs> unknowing. Uh, and so in front of the entire school, I'm yeah. traipsing about, thinking I'm smashing this hilarious sketch, when in fact they're just laughing because I've got a protective piece of plastic on my butt. Well, Take you. any laughs you can get. <laughs> thank you very much for both uh, sharing. And uh, let's get some more sharing happening on the show this morning. Jeanette from Kyabram, tell us your embarrassing childhood moment. Hey, guys. Uh, so this is one that I sometimes uh, think about Every now and then, you know, every few yeah. years it just comes up in your memory. Yes. <laughs> kind of scary. So, <laughs> I was with my friend Miranda and we were about, uh, I think, in grade seven. And, you know, we used to ride our bikes around town. So it's something we just love doing, you know, on the weekends. Um, and on this particular weekend we were riding around and I really, really needed to go to the toilet. I need to pee so bad. Sure, nature calls, I get you. <laughs> And uh, while we were riding around, we just couldn't find any public toilets. Um, I don't know if they didn't exist back then or what, but... (laughs) Sorry, when are we talking, Jeanette, as in when you say back then? <laughs> I'm not that old. It was, it was in the 90s. Right. I, was st- I think public toilets have been around for a while. Okay, this is this is maybe, poor town maybe. planning. It may be. Yeah, yeah. Let's blame it on them. So, um, riding around, and I just every time we were riding, I just was could feel my bladder getting more and more full. Mm. And we finally uh, went to a shop, um, like a convenience store sort of thing, and yep. it was like a little uh, family-owned store. And I thought, surely. I can just go in there and Use just let it out. We went into the store and I just asked the shopkeeper, like, oh, uh, hey, is it okay if I just um, quickly, you know, borrow your key? I'll just use the your, to- your toilet. I really, really need to go. Mm. And he just said, no, I'm sorry. It's for customers only. <sighs> and then I started to wet myself. <laughs> in front of and him right in the convenience there. Store. In front of him in the store. Oh. And I could just see my tights going from light to dark oh, as no. if my, my piss went down my legs. <laughs> and I just said, no worries. That's fine. I'm, don't, <laughs> you know what? I was done. don't need to do it anymore, actually. That's fine. <laughs> oh, the trauma, exactly. Jeanette. Oh. And, but that wasn't it. So oh. <laughs> more. I actually had to rush home because we had a family barbecue to go to. Yeah. And because I didn't want my family and my older brother, of course, to make fun of me and smell me, 
I went to Miranda's house and I said, quick, let's just go to your backyard. Just hose me down. Just <laughs> get the hose. <laughs> and I just spun around and she hosed me down. Just hosed me down. That way when I went to the family barbecue, I said, oh, Miranda was being an idiot and she wet me. Yeah. Yes. So I had to cover it up. Yeah. So much better than the real story. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That's amazing. Yeah. Jeanette, thank you for sharing. We appreciate the call. No worries. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast. 